Welcome to the Football Revisited podcast. We've had a few weeks off to recharge because the start of the season has been nuts. How are we, guys? We're with Theo Sims and Nathan Burke. You doing well? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, radiant. Feeling refreshed, thank you very much. Fantastic. Right, apologies to the fans and Wong Mill in particular for being away. We are back, don't worry. Just took a little break. Um, Right, let's get straight into it. League Cup. Sims. Sorry, but I'm going to butt in because I was going to take over the first segment with my new purchase from mysteryshirts.co.uk. Oh, my God. So we don't uh, know what's in here yet. I mentioned to Sims last night that I bought one. And Palmer, I believe you guessed Sims. I went Palmer, yeah. Stick well, him with your guess. I am, actually. Yeah, I've got a good thing about him. I guess Benfica. The only requirement I made them is they was not a UK-based team. But do you want to make a guess? To pull back the curtain, I wasn't aware of this. <laughs> so this is a real reaction. Um, okay. So Sims has gone Italy. You've gone Portugal. I will go uh, Montpellier. Oh, love it. Um, just for the listeners, I've done this once before and I got Sunderland. <laughs> so if they've ignored my request and give me Sunderland again, I'm going to be fuming. Um, so Was this before or after the documentary? Um, it was after they gave me the Sunderland shirt, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, there we are. Okay. Tired. Ooh, it's hard to tell from here. Oh. I, I'm, I'm just scared of the red and white. Is <laughs> oh, that Nike, yeah? These are yeah, current. You've got a Nike tick. Oh, I've got it. I know. I got it. We got a Nike red. Oh, wow. I'll you tell you, please, I know. Go on, open it. I know who it is. Oh, yeah. Nice. We've got Sevilla. Has he got Eric Lamel on the back? Thankfully, no one on the back. Oh, Marathon no. Bet sponsor. Marathon Bet. I think you've got to be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. happy with that. Um, I'll go... Oh, I've got some football sticker cards in here as well. Oh, oh my God. With Stephen Bergewijn. Oh. And Hans Hattebo. Well, I think it would be a nice touch if they'd have put like even rock if they just someone like Alan. Oh, yeah. Kiesa. Yeah. Oh, and it's even rock a touch. <laughs> what a call. <laughs> oh, this. Wow. What a day. They played a bit. Thanks, everyone. It's been a lovely episode. And next week. Honestly, I'm. This what is like that's the second best thing to happen to today after getting internet for the first time in two months. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to put it all, the top on, though. Oh, it's like Philip Lockerton again. Yeah. It's unbelievable that Burke was managing to do podcasts with no internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. I mean, I have to get this shirt as a celebration for, for the return, you know? Something to remember by. It's a nice yeah. shirt. Nice white yeah. shirt. Out of, out of two, 50% not bad. Because, I mean, it literally could be any team in the world. Yeah. So Sevilla. Have they won the Europa League and UEFA Cup most times? I want to say yes. Yeah, they must have. Yeah, they must have. Surely. So. All right, I'm going to take the headset off. I'll let you two crack on for the next minute. (laughs) Fair enough. The wonders of podcasts. Fantastic. Um, Right. So obviously, we before we do the pod, we ask each other what we want to talk about, and the League Cup was brought up. Now, I thought it was in a very sarcastic tone that. The League Cup is good, but it wasn't sarcastic, it was realistic. So, Sims, why do you like the League Cup? 
I'll tell you what it was, but I was I was sitting here last night watching well, preparing to watch Liverpool play. And I was quite not flat, but I was just been like, oh Liverpool on a bit. That's nice. Because I don't actually care about the League Cup at all. Nice. But then I was telling Burke came over and we were talking about it and we we started watching the game and we were like, Oh, this is I quite like a team that we're out here now, a few youngsters. Few players on the fringe of the squad needing game time. And all the while, we were just like, ah, oh, doesn't really matter what happens here. So, like, Liverpool go up 1 0 up early on, and they score. I mean, me and Burke watch a lot of Liverpool games together. We know what happens. When they score, we always go a bit mental. And we both just turned each other and went, ah, oh, that was nice. And then we're watching the game, Liverpool could see the penalty, and we both normally would be like looking for things like, ah, oh, that was harsh, or that. Like, oh, what could they do better? And we both looked at each other and went, oh yeah, that's a pen, that is. And we were just so apathetic to the whole game, while enjoying, like, seeing a 16-year-old do really well, enjoying, like, an 18-year-old right back popping in, enjoying, like, Kate again a half, and then Simmercast and left back. We had a nice chat with Simmercast and Sharks, because they don't know if you know, but he's, a, he's addicted to Sharks. Yeah. And I, I'm, like, I'm watching you now, Man United West Ham. I genuinely don't care at all what happens it's a nice way to support your team just without the added pressure where you feel like you have to win and you're hating it but loving it at the same time i think can once for once sit back and actually go oh he's he's actually doing okay i would argue it is football at its purest form it's a lovely game it's like i like i genuinely don't care but i will say one thing it is very not elitist, but it's very like you know big club orientated that I can basically say to one of the f- one of the four trophies that you can win in England, or three trophies actually sorry, three trophies you can win in England. And I'm like I don't care, who cares? But you know obviously if you're like we were saying last night about like everything going out, everything should care because it's a chance to win a trophy. And whereas Liverpool, I'm like I honestly like if Liverpool go the next round, I'll be like oh that was an initial run. In the past, I have been so invested in every game to the point now I think it's just really not important. And then once you get that mindset, it's like like life coaches you can see online and they like open up on a massive, vague statement. That was just me and Burke last night watching the cup. To be fair, to be fair, there was a valid point, so that, you know, I would accept them. But I am going to go full football cliches and I've written some things down, but I just, I just can't go up in the league up. I, I make no bones about it. I think it's an absolute waste of time. It's been under-21s tournament, basically. And you know me, Sims, I love the under-21s when it's international, but not the league cup. First of all, managers talking about the league cup is the most boring and pointless thing ever happened in football. That's the thing. Klopp the thing balls, huh? He sends his assistant. Fair play I love that as well. Fair play to him. I can get on board with that, but other managers talking about the cliche stuff, or oh, the players need minutes, you know, some players deserve a chance, or they could get in the first team with a couple of good performances. It's after bollocks. No. If Diva Carigli scores a hat-trick against Norwich, he's not going to be starting the next four games of Liverpool in the league, is he? No. That not. was my only worry going into the game, is if he had a good game. I said it as we walked out. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I want Liverpool to win, but I don't want Origi to have a good game, because I don't want us to pretend that he's good. Yeah, he did score, and I said it, to be fair to him, and that's fine. But, I mean, the rest of the players, they got no hope in hell, let's be honest. And the big teams. But the smaller clubs, fine. You get a nice away day at you know, Old Trafford, whatever. 
that's nice. But who cares? Spurs second point. Up and you finishing sixth is that a good season? Don't talk about it. Because <laughs> you know, neither of those are going to happen. Do you know what I'd say as well? Though? Even like we were saying last night, even the fact that like they finish it that night, like that's brilliant. The FA oh, Cup, yeah. we were saying about the FA Cup, they really plays. Just get yeah. it done on that night. Play extra time, go to pens. I don't even think they do extra time anymore. I think it also depends. I think it does, yeah. So yeah. Oh, I'm all for it. And honestly, once you kind of get in your draft in your mind, like, oh, you know what? It's quite nice to see, like for us, but like Liverpool, like, oh. But I see Taki Minamino playing 90 minutes. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like you're oh, right he's not, yourself. I, I, he's still not going to go. Good. Then is he? Oh, good. Anyway, I enjoy your run now, pal. <laughs> What's your point? Your second point, that's... My second point is, and this is very, quite niche, squad numbers. I watched Liverpool game yesterday and seeing the likes, I don't even know the names, the right back who gave away the penalty, number 84, I think he was. This isn't the NFL. I don't want to see numbers that high on a football pitch. That's only got one to eleven. Means Sims had this debate on Trent. Yeah, yes, well, Jake, it's time. Yeah. Your time exactly. is now, Trent. You, you told me in your football manager or FIFA career, you're Shabby Lonzo, and you've changed him. I moved in midfield and put him number eight because there that's what you should be. And my example is a set of bad precedent because Harvey Elliott now has started the hashtag hg hey, 6 7 Yeah, exactly. You're not six seven. Take the six out, pal. Yeah. That's nice. We can all get on board with yeah. that. But yeah, I, I, I don't like seeing, I don't mind, you know, not that I don't mind, I don't like it, but I can deal with like a 66 now and again. But oh, it's too much. There was too many big numbers. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it, Sims. But I thought you'd be embracing, like, I, like, I love seeing like the youngsters come through and play a game. Like, for example, I look at it as like, if you're Liverpool now, they've given Cade Gordon a chance. Whenever they go and sign him, you know, they can legitimately say, like, there is a path where you play a first-team game and you have a chance. And you... that's, I think that's brilliant. Like, seeing yeah, three I, I, out there with senior players. Yeah, uh, fine. Great exposure for the lads playing first-team football. Brilliant. But how many of those Liverpool players are going to play first-team football consistently, either on the bench or starting eleven for Liverpool this season? Hardly any. Even Norwich turned up with the second team. I know they battered Bournemouth in the round before, but even they had a second team and they're in championship. So that just shows you. It, I just don't. It feels it's not competitive enough. I don't. Spurs are playing quite strong teams, right? Well, that's different. They need to because they're <laughs> on a hide into nothing. If they yeah, but then win. you've got that's the counter argument of like me and Sims used the argument of, oh, it's great if you don't care. It's also great if you do care, like Spurs seem to be tonight. It's also great for the fact, right, we need a win. We're playing Wolves, who are chances are they're going to play a second-string team. It's an easy chance to go out there, get some confidence. So, especially well, the early rounds, it's there for, if you care, it's a good thing. If you don't care, it's a good thing. I don't care. I don't want to scrap. <laughs> that, that's all I'm coming from. Uh, my third point, uh, this is more of a serious one, and ties in what Sim said. At the end of the day, it is player welfare. You, you mentioned there's four cups in England to win. There's, no, there's not that number in any other country. It's the league and the cup and you can shield or whatever. Like, why are you playing so many games? Just take a rid of the cup, play the FA Cup over the season, play two legs if you want to, you know, whatever. Just, just lessen the games. There's all this chat about playing welfare. And yeah, they're rotating the squads, but when they get to the, uh, towards the end of the cup, they play their full teams. So, yeah, those are my three main bugbears with the League Cup. 
And I, I, I felt this for a long time. Like, yeah, it's nice to see youngsters, but I'd rather see a youngster playing in the first team in a Premier League game or a European game. I think if that, he had thought, you thing. know, he'd agree with every word you said. Yeah, because well, he goes the other way, and that's what we're saying is that the later Liverpool go, the worse our teams get because Klopp just does not want to be in there later on. And yeah. I think it is for the reasons you said. But for me, I've kind of, I gotta be honest, in the past, I, I've actually always kind of been okay with it just because I think you grow up with it, you don't know any different, you put up with it. But yesterday, watching no, in isolation. No, yesterday, yesterday, watching in isolation, like Sims, we were watching it, enjoying it, kind of lack of pressure. Nice to see Liverpool get three goals. And yeah, it was enjoyable. I do think a lot of it is as well, and I think this is more Liverpool orientated, that every game for, so, for the last three years, every game has felt like a must win. Because the standard has been so high. But when you do get these games where it's just like, I mean, yeah. I, I fully embrace the fact that not even Jurgen Klopp cares. Like, the fact he sends his assistant, I think that's class. It's like he's literally saying, like, oh, I'll fuse this one. And it's good experience for you. I don't need yeah. to do it. And you move on. Do you mean, like, and if he's doing that, then I'm more than happy for me not to get angry about it and not upset about it and not to ruin my night. Do you mean? And then when they do play well, like last night, I say, like, oh, it's not too bad, actually. If I like this footballer, yeah. But when, but when you say, oh, you know, because uh, Liverpool obviously have been playing high level football for the last couple of years, but it's not a break for those players because they're no. just. Um, I know, I know, like Robson came on, and you know, but they, if the league cup wasn't there, they would get that week off anyway. I so fully, why, I do fully agree. I do, I do. I because I mean, and I'm very vocal about looking after players. I've always backed the players. I actually think you. Like, they should have scratched it. But my, I think my thing is, if they're not scratching it, then I may as well just enjoy it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, can't be, can't be them trying them. But no, you could have stuff same... that Man City have not lost a game in it since October 2016. Yeah, but they, they shouldn't really. There's, you know, for the squads, they got like three teams. So, yeah, yeah they're obviously going to lose one game now and again, but they should I, be getting the title more I do think as well, but, yeah, we look at it from a... Um, we look at it from a big team mentality, you know, big team mentality, don't we? Yeah. yeah. And obviously, Man City and Liverpool, Spurs, that they are the top teams. Man United, it's all it's Chelsea won it, isn't it? A few times, Man City won it. In a way, it's kind of ruined it. But the same teams yeah. winning all the time. Yeah. Obviously, being local, it was class when Swans won it. Oh yeah, of course. But actually, you won't you want to see the teams like that, like Everton, like. You know, the likes of, I don't know, like a Newcastle, Newcastle West Ham. Like Newcastle, yeah, like West Ham, Newcastle. If they can win there, like imagine the boost the league has to have from that. No. The thing is, it's just getting worse and worse. Every, I was watching Schleswig South Saturday before we came on. I think most Premier League teams have changed their entire 11. Okay, fair enough. But even top-end championship teams are changing their whole 11 to play in this cup. So, I mean, that just tells you, if you can't even get championship teams to take this cup seriously, then what is the point of having it? You may as well just have, you know, what's the Johnson Payne Trophy where they play the under-21s? Fine, because you would see all those Liverpool boys play for them. Brilliant. You know, you see some nice youngsters going to do well. He looks decent. I'm all for it. And as well, the, the FA Cup, you know, it's the same question with the FA Cup. If you, if you spread the FA Cup out, I think people would take it more seriously. Because this is a one-off game. There, 
maybe two legs like they do in Spain, spread over two months. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, there's too many games, too many trophies. Just take the one FA Cup, get rid of the League Cup. But yeah, the question you responded. Do you like the numbers though? Because you all know Rob would love the numbers. I personally, again, I'm vocal. I personally, I think it's good. I think youngsters should have to earn their number and work down. So I have no issue because it's, you know we're not talking about seeing including Trent. No, Trent is Trent is different. I've said this yesterday. Trent is iconic <laughs> number now. He needs to keep by my opinion. That is his number. That's his number. If I was his man, JD. I don't want to see Trent wearing two or eight or six. His number is 66. It is iconic. It's like David Beckham 23. Or David Beckham. I know he said on the 23 is what you know about that. No, because 23 is a squad number. You can have yeah. 23 players in a squad. You don't have 66. Or some of these youngsters went 84. Off top, yeah. Off top, yeah. Any iconic numbers? They've looked at the numbers and gone, oh, where's a gap there? Do you think of any iconic numbers over 30? Any players who have made a number iconic over the. Balotelli, 45. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Back at 22. (laughs) Do you see Balotelli? He scored against Besiktas and ran up to the manager because he's had a seven-year grinch. This is the person you're comparing to. I'm just saying, well, the 66 is iconic now. It's just the way it is, but I don't think you should change it. Embrace it, pal. <laughs> what is this, Sims? You, you sound like you've given up. You're just joining in all <laughs> the time. He loves goalkeepers now as well. Do you know oh, what it is, Matt? It's League Cup week, isn't it? I'm just enjoying it for the club. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week when Sim loses. Why well, wait Saturday when we have a fight and I'll be actually slamming this up? <laughs> oh my god, I know, I know. I, speaking of goalkeepers, I am impressed with uh, the Irish boy. Is he Irish or Northern Ireland? Uh, Irish. Yeah. Irish, yeah. He looks uh, like a decent number two. Yeah, right. I've got that out of my system, so there we go. Sevilla the fans can make up their minds. Yeah, I, I mean, Sevilla, do they win any? Copa del Rey's, I don't know. Do they take it seriously? I don't know. Lovely. No, yeah. i got to be honest, that's where I thought this was initially, because the first thing I saw was that. Ah, right there. And uh, for the listeners, that's an actual La Liga sticker on, on the sticker. Yeah, there's no Mickey Mouse. This is proper stuff. Yeah. Um, right, let's try and break Sims's good mood, because it's League Cup week. And... Uh, Talk about something that rattles him up. Um, Sims, all I'll say is let the boys play. So, what, five weeks in, six weeks in? Should we let the boys play or has it gone too far? I feel like I know what you're going to say by afterwards. No, no, my opinion is exactly the same as it was well, when we last week were after the first opening game week. You know, I'm all for letting it go a bit, but a foul is a foul. And, you know, if it's a yellow card, if it's a yellow card foul, then yellow card then. Like, don't just play on just because you want to play on because that's the press. There. No, no. There are some fouls which are yellows which need the game to be stopped in order to book up. And for me, that's as much as it's like. And I look at them, like I look at that game Tarkovsky won the other day against Carlson. Yeah. Like, we, we don't want that. You don't want that in the game. No, you really no. don't. Like, it's a miracle they didn't get here in further injury. Well, he did. He missed the next game because of well, a contract. So, that's why he didn't play. 
do, do you know what I mean? I, I just think they've gone. It's just I don't know. It's it's just typical football. I think it's typical English football. It's typical English football that they've taken something which should have been well. I mean, it works well. But it does work well, especially I find it's strike, doesn't it? Strikers are the ones, they're trying to win new cheap free kicks. And they're trying oh, to... That's definitely what's for. And defenders who are kind of stuck with no goals, they fall on the floor. Yeah. The, those are what they are trying to cut out. And I do think that's what the refs are trying to do. But it's just that kind of the court in that grey area at the moment. And I'm sure with time, they will get it right. Like that Tarkovsky one, like, yeah, that's a foul. And a booking for me. I don't think it's a red card, but booking game should have been stopped. That's not what you want to see. But I think that is a minority. Like if it was every tackle like that, they would wave and play on. I'd agree with you. But that is a one-off. Most of them do still get bookings, and that's why I can accept it, knowing that if it was that tackle was a bit worse, VAR would step in and give a red card. If that tackle it will happen in maybe three, four weeks' time, or maybe three, four months. The ref will get it right and book him. I'm sure of that. But for now, I'm happy to put up with the way it is. Trusting VAR to be the like fail-safe on if it's a proper red card tackle. Putting up with that, knowing that we're cutting out strikers and defenders kind of falling on the floor to steal a free kick when and breaking the game up. The amount of great attacks we've seen from refs, like leaving those go. And they leave a go, and the home fans go, like, if it's... At the home stadium, the home fans like go crazy because they think, "Oh, we got a hell of a chance to counter attack now." That guy's diving; it gets the atmosphere going. I think it's outstanding for the game. Yeah, one of the best ref changes for a long time. It's better than VAR. Yeah, and if you've noticed, I think VAR has been a lot better in terms of its use because I think this time last season, I think on the pod we were talking about VAR a lot. Like I know it's only five or six games in, but it seems like it's this has taken. But it, it feels like a never-ending, uh, you know, battle because it's either one thing or another. It's either VAR is shit or the refs are being shit, and then play one yeah. too much. But I do think VAR's yeah. a bit lucky at times. Like gives it the West Ham game as an example. If yeah. Mark Noble scores that pen, oh yeah, they should have been. Then it's kicking off because Ronaldo, in my opinion, should have had two pens. I know Sims yeah, yeah, yeah. thinks they definitely should have had one. I agree. But, I think there's been a few occasions where there's been decisions or maybe it's not affected the outcome of the game. So right. they it's kind of gone under the radar. It had a massive effect on Leicester this weekend. It yeah. Leicester over. So I mean, like, the decision to give Brighton a pen is a bit of a bonkers one, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, going back to the let, let the game flow, wouldn't it? I, I just feel... There are teams in the league that if you give them, if you give them encouragement to to make or tackle, they will continue to do it. And that's my my issue. Is I'm all for like stopping the cheap centre backs fall into the floor when they're under pressure, or the you know the forward should win a cheap free kick. But I just feel like sometimes you just know like that's a foul, and that's the end of it. Like there is no like. I don't think we're going to see more kind of fouls. Injuries from bad tackles, though, than we normally do. I don't think it's like overly encouraging, like dirty play or anything like that. Because obviously, the example you tend to go to is Burnley. And obviously, Burnley played Arsenal on the weekend, and they shown a stat about how many red cards each team has had in the last like five seasons. And Arsenal on something ridiculous, and Burnley, I think, on one, maybe none. 
I think that's a myth, though. That is Burnley are filthy team, absolutely filthy. But I don't honestly. think they're. I, I think they're a physical team. They play within the rules, and I think that's what this change is allowing. It's giving teams a bit more, uh, like a different ways of kind of competing with the big teams. Because in an all-out football match, Burnley are going to lose to Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. Burnley will lose anyway because I appreciate. Sure. But like, there's teams who kind of can rely on maybe bullying teams a bit more, like legally bullying teams, and make a contest of it. Maybe not necessarily win, but as long as it's a competition for 90 minutes, you put your hands up and go, "Yeah, that team deserves being league because they competed. They made the other team work for it." If you're taking, if you're going back a step and giving fouls for any kind of physical contact, then you are going to like nullify half the team and stop them from progressing at all. It's a miracle Burnley have stayed up this long, given the old rules. Yeah. Because you're shocked by the rules, but Burnley had a shit start last season. I don't think they won their opening 10 games. And they've been crap this season. They've played better, but they haven't got, I think they haven't won a game yet, have they? Oh, but that's just time for them to go. Time for them to go. Why? Send them Why? Down. No. Why? Who bring who up? Uh, honestly, God, right? I, I, I tell you, I tell you, right? Think of the first Burnley team that came up. It's exactly the same almost, bar one or two. They have, like, where's all the Premier League money gone? Where's the money gone? They've just signed up Floyd from Leon. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't want to go into too dodgy territory, but honestly, God. Yeah, that's it. When he signs the Umbro guy instead of Burnley thing. Honestly, he's like the first international player they've ever had there for good, I think. Yeah, but there's no, like, like there's no rule, like, just because you're in the Premier League, you have to have foreign players. Like, no, but there is a rule about, like, maybe signing one or two instead of letting them all go to 33 years old in the same team for five years. It's boring to start off with. Honestly, God, <laughs> the same Burnley team. I turned up at for like four years. Yeah, they won their last season. Honestly, I'm just like, come you know, on. I, I, I don't want to see the same thing happening over and over. I want to see a Burnley. And the rules are allowing teams like Burnley to play different style of football. Just say you want to the same thing over and over again. You're watching the same thing. It's the same blokes. Barnes and Woods. Lee Karkowski. White Mustard on the left. Good I literally just, I, I can name the Burnley team. That's how ridiculous it is. Matthew Lokes and right back. That's how good it is. Oh my word! It's in Charlie Taylor left back. I can name the team and I can name the number because they've got one to eleven, which should be <laughs> a, a Premier League rule applied to every single team in the league. Um, what's the, what's the squad size for the Premier League? Twenty three, I think, or twenty five. Twenty five. So logically, it should be one to twenty five. So Trent wouldn't be in the bloody Premier League squad unless he changes his number. I'm all for it. What do you mean? You're saying that as if what like, like the league where you just pick shirts out from a bag before yeah. the game. <laughs> oh no, no, one to no. eleven. No, 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 no. Because then we'll have goalkeepers, number 11s again, strikers <laughs> number one. No. The NFL has gone through this change. It looks weird. So. It's time. Oh, I honestly, it's time. Well, don't get me started. Oh, no, Burnley's a tough place to go play. All the best. Well, no, it's not. Seems to yeah. winning 3 4 nil every week, though. No. Man right. City's a tough place to go because most teams lose. But, no, same as I disagree. I, I think yeah, you, you've got to let teams play the way they want. And you can't, you know, shoot something. We, we grew up playing no. like the contest we had on Astro. Yeah. Like, if I was a Premier League player, I would be playing for Burnley. 
If I tried to play at Portsmouth, we wouldn't have this touched it. With how Burnley play, this is just to do with. Yeah, I, that's how I would style my game down Yastro. I would style like on Burnley in five years' time. Like I could foresee how Sean Dyche was going. I could yeah. sense the team he's going to bring to Prem, and I was like, right, I'm playing now to be part of that. I'm not saying that I want yeah. everyone in the Premier League to play like Man City or to play like Liverpool or to play like Man United. What I'm saying is, I don't want Burnley in the Premier League anymore. <laughs> I'm bored of them. I've had even I don't even like really their kit. Player. I don't like their stadium. I don't like their manager. I don't even like their badge. Well, happy place, happy place, turf more. So. <laughs> At the moment, you know what I mean? It's just like I'm bored of them. You know, go down for a few years, come back up for another year, the next year after that, and I might be like, oh, Burnley, that's quite refreshing. <laughs> nice to see you. And you know what? They'll come back to Anfield with the same team. And I'll be like, oh, that's nice to see you, Benny. It's nice to see you, Chris Wood. Nice to see you, Ashley Barnes. That cost you won't be there because he'll have left because he's too good for them. Lights to all other teams say so you can play a different way of football and survive in the Premier League. Look at Norwich, try and play a nice football and get European football as well. Exactly, they didn't get through. The, oh, the they had a game, but they still got there. They had a game, exactly. Exactly, exactly. I'm, you know I'm gonna look up actually their team in Europa League games that they played just to see how because honestly, I, I reckon they, they lost. I don't think good. I didn't know they lost to, but they lost to the qualifying. Yeah. The first qualifying round because they didn't played they, in, July, in July. Aberdeen. Uh, they did play Scotch team, yeah. It could have been Aberdeen. But I don't know if that's what they lost to. Or if... Aberdeen had a bad team. They've won the European Cup twice. That, that is such a Burnley European tour. Short life walking in a changing room. Yeah. Boys, get your sun tan lotion. We're going on all day. Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> You take him to an oil rig to show off. Oh, <laughs> this is real graft. <laughs> That's like the draw he wanted as well. Yeah, yeah. He'd be driving the bus through <laughs> yeah. the borders to see all the mountains. Lovely. Well, whilst uh, are you looking at going in? If you found anyway, like, but I'll let you both now. We're going to name the team that played against Olympiacos. Which oh, they that's, a tough, that's a tough draw. Ah, this is the game they went out in. They went out to Olympiacos. 4-2 and aggregate. So they is this home away? There. Again? Just the home or away leg? So they lost the away leg in the first leg. Uh, they must have lost that 3-1. Shot on Chris. They played Olympiacos at home then in the second leg. Um, Nick Pope? So, do, 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 let, me have this up. let me get this up right now. Oh, to start off with, they won all. So, do you want to guess the score or the goal? Chris Wood. Wasn't. He did play, though. Ashley Barnes. He played, but he wasn't in. Oh, that's me. There's a guy on his debut. Funny that he's still there now, and he's still shit for him. <laughs> on his debut. What, what, do, like, what years? Obviously, not summer, just been summer before. 2018. Oh, a couple years ago. It's August. 2018. Um, Josh Brownhill. Uh, no, you're getting closer though. Stan's got a goal for him. Ashley Westwood. Yeah, it's not. Go further the pitch. This guy was involved in penalty controversy last weekend or two weeks ago. I mean, he's a championship striker, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but said Matty Vidra. Yeah, said. Oh, sorry, did you? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. he's in. He scored. Right. 
tidy player. Who plays right back? Matt Lowton. Was then. He was injured. Phil Barsley. Oh, yes, yeah. Phil Barsley, the other most Burnley player in the world. Oh, watch out, he'll knock you out. <laughs> I tell you, it says here in the report that Dwight McNeil, teenage winger Dwight McNeil, was sharp all night. Oh, oh he's he sharp every night. Yeah, future bundle winner. He was, oh, do you know what? This is actually Dwight McNeil's full debut because Goodman said, who I would have said was that then, was injured. Mm. Does that mean Aaron Lennon played on the right? Oh my god. Oh, this is oh this is him. Yes, right. Oh my this they deserve oh, for this. They get into Europe. <laughs> have a guess who their front two was in Europe. They dropped Chris Wood and played this front two. You've named one of them earlier on. Vidra and Rodriguez. Vidra was on the bench. Ashley Barnes. Ashley Barnes. And have a guess who played up top of them in a game they, in a must win European clash. Was it Crouchy? No, it's worse. Oh, they don't deserve. Oh my God! They got British. Jay Rodriguez. No, I tell you who it is. Sam Vokes. Oh my oh, God! Outstanding. So they played one of the greatest games of all time. McNeil, Lennon, Vokes, and Barnes. Jeff Hendrick in the centre midfield. Lovely hair. Oh, I mean the back four picked it out because they the same bloody back four they've had ten years. I can't cope, man. I can't cope. Wonderful job. The team's better now than it was then, so they've improved. Well, well. Right. I feel like we need to move on because it sounds a lot about Burnley, and I wasn't expecting to talk this much about Burnley. So let the boys uh, blame Burnley are the two things on the team's <laughs> list, just so we know for future. I can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait. <laughs> One drink, can we be honest? Um, right, play watch. I'll let you two go on first. Um, Dirk, we'll go with you. Let's him calm down. Do you, have, <laughs> do you have a player watch? I do, and it's a bit left field, and it's one I put in the group a few days ago, and it's a referee, being a qualified referee. Outstanding. It's uh, Australian Jared Gillette's first Premier League game, making history as the first overseas referee in the Premier League. And there's a video doing the rounds on BT Sport of him kind of mic'd up, talking to players and stuff. And he seems a really good lad, really good ref. Um, I'm surprised he's the first one. I thought it would have happened. Yeah, apparently um, you had Dermot Gallagher, who's Irish. And he's kind of the first one. Because it's under the same, like, heading. He's he's let off. So you've got um, Jared Gillette now. Who yeah. was in the A League, considered the best, came over championship, yeah. earned his stripes, and been promoted to the Premier League. So, um, good luck to him. It's a fair tale story. Seems good, lad. Funny one. I gotta say, you sent that video in, and that is like the, the prime thing you want to see in football because the players, and you know, they obviously contested some decisions, but the way they were talking to him, like one was congratulating him during the game. Yeah, one was going up with him, asking him, is it true you're going to the championship? Like, just having that chat mid-game, like, while they're waiting for, like, the next phase. I think the the captain of one of the teams said, oh, hopefully I'll see you in the championship if I get signed. Yeah. It was was one nice one, whereby, like, he had to kind of have a chat with the player, and it was, um, like, play giveaway free kick and stands, like, in front of the ball, so the guy can't take a quick one. And, like, the ref 
calls, shouts him, move away, doesn't move away. And he goes up to him and goes, like, what are you doing, mate? Like, just talking to him like you would, like, if we were out on Saturday and you did something stupid. I'd be like, what are you yeah. doing, mate? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah. what are you doing, mate? That's an easy yellow, just move away. Only move the ball if it's your free kick, easy. And then just yeah. runs away. Like, that's all it needs, just chat, treat him like a human. And yeah. you, you, that's why he's more likely to treat the ref like a human back and not swear in his face, just because you're showing mutual respect. So I hope he carries it on. I hope, like, the Prem doesn't um, wear him down, like it's worn many of us down on the referee in front. But I hope he keeps that kind of... Because he seemed like a, a laugh. Yeah. Hope he keeps that. And, yeah, be uh, good to have an extra, like, personality in a referee. No, I, I completely agree. He, he reminds me of uh, Luke Pierce, uh, Sims. His perform the rugby referee. Yeah, yeah. His performance, that kind of thing. So, yeah. So yeah, he's referee. Newcastle, Watford. A nice little game start as well. That's yeah. my player watch. That does mean you have to watch Newcastle, Watford, mind you. Match of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'll do a focus. Yeah. yeah of course Someone watch it for me. Alex, <laughs> Alex Scott will. Alex Scott. <laughs> Football focus. Um, I will take um, the sun, Super Sunday early kickoff. Southampton Wolves, I think it is. Am I right in saying that? Probably should have double checked. I'm 90% sure. Yeah, it is. Um, and I will take Adam Armstrong. £15 million striker. Championship scores goals of fun. I'm, I'm going down the E-Bank Blaker. Can he make it at the top level? What does £15 million championship buy you in the Premier League? I'm quite keen, because also, it's pretty big for Southampton as well, because if they are going to step, he's going to have to score goals. Because as much as I love Che Adams, and I've always been on the Che Adams train, he's not going to score 15 a season, 20 a season, if he's in the league. So it's pretty crucial that Adam Armstrong does well. I'm quite interested to see how he, how he copes. In my head, I feel like he might be just that guy who... Scores goals, but that's all he does. Like he does not for anything else. So we see if he can link that play, if he can hold the play up for them. And a game against Wolves is the kind of game where he needs to kind of score because they're the good games. They need to win maybe a one nil, a two one, where his goal is key. So I'm gonna go Adam Armstrong. I think that's a great pick. I mean, you know me, I love seeing a championship striker come up and do well. Um, yeah, I, I I slightly disagree. I, I think he has got it in him to be a link player. Um, Dan, Danny Ings was that goal scorer and linker. I think they see him in the same vein. I don't think they would have gone for him because Che Adams is, is not that guy, so they needed someone. Um, but yeah, but obviously he's got that short stature. I don't think he's that quick. He doesn't look that quick, really. But yeah, looks like he can finish. I mean, he started in Newcastle, I think, didn't he? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, got shipped out. So nice to see players come back and do well. Um, so yeah, good pick. Um, right, my player watch, and this is more of a just general observation, because although this guy has won lots of trophies, um, I am not sure on him, and he's even being considered for Ballon d'Or honours, and that is Jorginho. No. No, he's a good player. I understand he's a good player, obviously, because he's won Champions League, he's won Euros. But I don't get the hype around him, first of all, being a Ballon d'Or 
conversation, which is just crazy. Um, I think he won European Player of the Year, and I feel like that's just oh, he won the Euros, he won the Champions League. Let's just give it's it got to be him. because of him, yeah. It's yeah, uh, it's got to be, even though he missed the penalty in the final and didn't play that well in the final because Declan Rice ran all over him. Future player watch, possibly. Future player watch, hundred um, <laughs> percent. So yeah, I don't know what you think, but every time I watch Jorginho, I know he's good at progressing the ball through the midfield. I know he sits like a Pirlo-esque type of player, but I don't see him spraying the ball 50 yards all the time. I don't see him too many no, assist, I, assists. I, I, I don't really get him as a player. I see, the idea of play watch is we focus on him a bit more this weekend than we normally would. But mm. just to give my thing on him, I think the Spurs given on the weekend is the perfect kind of sign whereby first half, it was pretty much all Spurs. Yeah. I would say the Chelsea midfield at any point showed any signs that they were the dominant midfield until Kante came on. Yeah. And, like, I don't see how a player can be regarded as your best player in Europe or um, best player in the world, Ballon d'Or, anything, if he is so reliant on having someone like a Kante next to him. Yeah. So, exactly. I think... If you're in that again, calibre, like, again, you, you, need, you need a run... A midfield, if you're that. Yeah, exactly. Like you've got to run the midfield, and I don't think he does, like you no. said, without Kante, So I think he did yeah. the second half, and I think yeah. that's when I've seen him, and I've seen him kind of dictate the pace of the game. I've seen him do that, which is great. And I wouldn't say there's he does things that no other player can do. I think you could get another kind of similar mould of midfielder mm. that can kind of dictate the game. And yeah. I don't see he offers more than similar... Mm style players like obviously rolling back years like Xabi Alonso as great as Xabi Alonso is and was he was never in the conversation of Ballon d'Or winner so I think very very good player very clever player but nah he's not an elite elite player he reminds me of Stas Fabregas in the sense that it's clear that mentally he is far quicker than he is physically yeah, so as Fabregas could get away with it because he could add in, he chipped in with goals and assists, which made it clear to everyone, like this guy is, you know, very, very good player. I mean, I love Cesar Fabregas, but with Jorginho, I don't think I agree with you when you're saying about you can't be considered because I still look at it and I think oh, he's in the midfield. Like I think Liverpool playing them now, I think that's what you get after him. You run all over him, you run him ragged. Yeah, because physically you're just not going to be able to do it. Having said that, that game, like the start of the season, where Liverpool play Chelsea, and Chelsea go down to 10 men, he is outstanding. Outstanding second half, which shows, you know, clearly he's an outstanding player, but yeah. he's outstanding in the system where everything works to him. That's what I was And it's yeah. a case of, if you were to put him maybe in a two, or if you were to put him as a lone guy, but where he's enough to f- fill holes, yeah. well, you can get out of him, can you? Yeah, Spurs got him on the weekend. Yeah, that's right. Well. Yeah, he's a very system player, and if you want to be elite, you can't be. You've got to be play any system. Play under he's a perfect style. player for a manager, kind of building his team. Because I yeah, think yeah. if you can build the right team, he's an outstanding player to have. However, yeah. as an individual, he's not the perfect footballer. So he's a bit of a nonce as well, isn't he? He's a bit of a... <laughs> Allegedly. I, don't like the way, I, I, don't, I don't like the way yeah, allegedly. I don't like the way I think it was the Liverpool game where the whole Reese James ended off 
And I think he got kicked, like, he didn't get kicked. He literally got touched a slight bit and he went down as if, you know, his leg had fallen off. And yeah, I, just, I see that too much for him. And I don't like it. And I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like his number five either. I don't, I don't like that. I don't know. He just... So basically what I'm saying, I don't like Jorginho. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're play-watching just people we really don't like. Well, next week I'll like someone. No, I'm looking forward to it. I hope, like, in a way, he has, like, the best game of his life. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it's nice, though, is that we've been watching it together, which we've gone off to have me able to do, obviously, for the last couple of months. Oh, it's um, going to be so annoying, 30 minutes yeah. in, every pass he makes, but yeah. he's just tapping us on the shoulder. <laughs> like, anything he does, he just look across going, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? You see that? Told you. Sub to half-time. Told you. Like and then I'll be on my phone on my own watching the three o'clock Newcastle watch. <laughs> just like, <laughs> he's, he's booked in. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for like the first time the Bruin just runs off Jorginho. We're all like, oh, well, I see physically. <laughs> oh, we nailed that. that. <laughs> nailed that. Oh, he should have stayed in Syria, actually. He's that type of player. But, uh, but yeah, we'll see how he goes. See how he goes. Um, and that's a nice little segue into um, Chelsea, Man City. Obviously, early kickoff. Um wear out all day so we shouldn't be drunk by then so we should be fine to watch the game um, Chelsea obviously look ominous I'd say They've, yeah they look unbeatable to be honest with you um, and then City kind of I wouldn't say worrying times but a few question marks here and there obviously with the fans that guy came out the, the head of the fans or whatever he is questioning Guardiola and him other than a bit of a spat. What is this? Who who needs to win? I feel like it's City, but yeah, I I can say I think it's a sneaky big game for City. Yeah, because obviously they had a slow a slow start the season last year, but they waited in the way that kind of other teams did too. Hmm. So when yeah. they did kick into gear, it didn't take much for them to catch up or take them in the league. This year you've got Liverpool, Chelsea both started very well. Man U started well. And they can't afford too many drop points, especially if you're going to have a season like we did two, three years ago, whereby teams are hitting 90-plus points. You can't be affording to drop five points in a week. So, um, yeah, I think it's a very sneaky big game for Man City. I, I completely agree. And the other reason I'd chuck in for that is, once they play, I was just double-checking what they thought they were, is that they play, Man City, uh, play Chelsea away. If it doesn't go well... They then got to go down feel a week later. Yeah. And they struggle there. Which, you know, you don't particularly, you don't, because even then, if, if they lose a Chelsea and then they turn up Anfield, if they if you were to draw on Anfield, even that would feel, oh, yeah. yeah. Two points from last nine, it would be, if so, that happened. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, the pressure is dropped. I, don't, I wouldn't say, you know, it's a must win for them, but I definitely must not lose. Yeah, yeah. So and obviously the way Chelsea are playing, and I know that people are going very offended overboard on the praise for them, uh, but I struggle to see. They seem to have that ability now to just be calm in games that you think, oh, you should win. They are just putting teams away comfortably. And then obviously the only kind of big game, because I'd say is Liverpool. I think they were always going to beat Spurs. They were always going to be Arsenal. Yeah. But Basing on the only kind of game they've had against the title contender, the Liverpool game, they they did exactly what they had to do. 
And yeah. I think they've shown signs of that cliche champion's performance. I think they've had maybe two or three of those so far. Um, so I think they're probably the team to beat for me at the moment. I know we backed them start season butts to win the league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say they're the worry as a Liverpool fan. I think Man City will be there, thereabout. I think Man U will drop off a bit. But yeah, for me, Man City can't afford to lose. I think if they, Man City went maybe seven to nine points behind Chelsea at any point, I think that's Man City out. Because I can't see Chelsea dropping that many points in like short space of time. Yeah, I, I agree. It, they got to get to January within touching distance because they won't do what they did last year. They could win 15 games, I know, 12 maybe, but Chelsea could easily win. I don't see Chelsea losing more than I don't know, two or three games. That's what Chelsea have added. I don't say anything like that. You know, like Liverpool last year, the struggle we had mid-season, and yeah. then the end run came in, and I think it was you who said, Tim, you'd back Liverpool to just go on a run where they just don't lose. And back then, we were saying that really only Liverpool Man City had that trait. I think Chelsea, you know, a team you chuck in with that trait, where they yeah. could easily go 15 games where they just don't lose a game. I mean, they're European champions. Yeah. <laughs> We almost kind of forget, you know, currently Chelsea are the champion. And their squad is scary when you look at it. Oh, brilliant squad. We shouldn't be allowed, really. <laughs> it is just ridiculous. Like Ben Chilwell on the bench. And, yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, I agree, Burke. Sneaky big game for City. Really, they, they have to get a draw at least um, and show something. I'm hoping KDB plays. He played in midweek, so and Gabriel Jesus, yeah. he didn't play midweek, so I'm backing him to play this weekend. Wow. Big game for him. Do you, think, do you think this is the type of game where Guardiola goes and tries to be Guardiola about it all and like does some random stuff? Like I looked at well, this, like, the last time they played, yeah, yeah, so in Champions League final. Do you know what I mean? I do look at I would like, yeah. would I be surprised if Guardiola like rocked up and played man to man? Marking and pushed up with a wing, you know, like just you just seems bonkers when it comes to games where pressure comes on. What what I would say is I think they've got too many injuries, especially defensively, to try and be cute. I think he's just gonna have to go with the best available and not try and. Which is really what he should always do. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, he just yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's lost his head. So, but yeah, I, I don't. That's probably the best thing for him is take the chance yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. You're hoping he makes the right call. Um, yeah, it's it's an it's an because you don't get games against really early kickoff, do you? Like this big, no. Chelsea City half twelve on a Saturday. I think it's don't really nice. It, so, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm actually really excited. It's gonna it's not live to lose. Watch it be a nil nil absolute bore. Oh, hundred percent nil. We're sleeping. Misses the referee performance and you've got Nobody knows what. It's going to be really funny when we're watching the Fabian goes out. We're Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. No, But, um, yeah, who, who are we back in tonight? Let, let, let's start the predictions off. Maybe we'll start with this one. Yeah. Um, think, um, draw. Yeah. I'm going to back Chelsea to win. Yeah, I think I'm going to back Chelsea as well. Too many injuries for City. Yeah, it was between those. Um, once I realised Chelsea were home, 
Because before yeah. I thought Man City were for some reason. I think it's because I'll talk about the Etihad the last couple of weeks. I just assumed everything's at the Etihad. <laughs> but once I saw Chelsea home, I was wavering a bit. But I was going to go draw because you said the nil-nil. I had that kind of sneaky feeling. But Chelsea yeah. were locked, locked in. Right. We've got another game at half 12 as well. Man U, Aston Villa. Which is, again, quite a good game. That's, I mean, yeah. It's still a, that's unusual as well. Because that's quite a... Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice game. It would be a nice game to watch. Yeah. Double screen. Dual screen. Yeah. Um, I'll back my native version, I think. Yeah, I, I expect a win. Because I've got Danny Ings in my draft team, I'm going to go for a draw. And I, I do like Villa. It's not often where at the start of the season you go, oh, that team's really nice. They usually end up being crap. But I think Villa have done pretty well so far. So. Just waiting for Sims to kick off because he hits the Aston Villa train. Even though he's got Matty Cash getting him 12 points. Oh, I... man. You still lost, did not you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's who Matty Cash has been paid for the last 12 points. Yeah. Uh, I know this. Yeah. Uh, Sims told me yesterday. I was... oh, okay. yeah. Paul My Lund. first guess was Scotland and Ireland. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be a Burnley now for him. If it's not Scotland or Ireland, I refuse to take part. <laughs> it's like uh, Ashley Barnes, Lower Wigan. Yeah, Ashley Barnes, Austria. Yeah. yeah uh, Ross Barkley, Nigeria. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Man U for that one. I think the at home, I, I, I think I'm going to back them for every game this season. Fair. Just a word of warning. Um, Everton Norwich. I'm back right, boys. Yeah. yeah. I went completely opposite on these these two teams. I think I said Norwich should stay up and Rafa to be sacked first. So, yeah. I The shot field down was a, was a fluke, I think. To be <laughs> fair, the Everton argument is nothing. I think it's just a sign of how bad Norwich are. Yeah. I don't care which one. I, uh, I feel sorry for Norwich. I, I Norwich really are a win. nice club. Man. Oh, they're not, but I think not. Nice Norwich are right. just ugly in every sense of it. You know, they're on their own over there in the East. You know, nice kit. Oh. Carl Lord's not a bad. I like the kit. Burke, are you ready for this? Yeah. I need you to look at Buster's screen when I tell him the Wolves have just equalised and Spurs have, got rid of, have lost a two goal lead. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, no one was getting sacked before long. Tell you. Yeah. And Chelsea drawing as well. But um, checking time, we have got time for a quick minute on Nuno. Thoughts? No, no, no. No. We'll, just we'll wait just next a week. 10 seconds. I'll give you 10 seconds. Though. Well, I mean, if you're hiring your 15th choice manager, then what do you expect? So <laughs> there's my 10 seconds. Thank you. Not 10 seconds. <laughs> It felt like 10 minutes. I look forward to next week's uh, seg- segment on Nuno. Yeah, you can host next week. <laughs> um, Leeds West Ham. Oh, this is a tough game, this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Leeds. I'm gonna back them to get their first. I think it's their first win if they win. I'm gonna go West Ham because I don't think Leeds are very good. I'm gonna go West Ham for the same reasons. Are you saying? Are you saying what I think you're saying? <laughs> SSS. <laughs> Could it be Manjuli here? Contender. <laughs> no, I, I just I just don't think Leeds are very good. I don't. I I don't either. 
And I know Rob, if if he ever listens to this, he'll feel the same because we watched me and him. I'm sure it's come up plenty of time. Leeds Fulham last season. And yeah. Screaming yeah. at the TV on how just mind-numbingly stupid these were. Like they threw away yes. two goal lead and then got two yeah. goal lead again and then we're going all out. Fulham scored again. Oh, it was ridiculous. Um, so I'm going West Ham just because I don't like Leeds. Um, Leicester Burnley. Um, do you know what? I am back in Burnley. I can't give all the chat earlier on about Burnley and not back. Up, so <laughs> I'm back in Sean Dyche. And I hope he drops Ashley Westwood so he brings in Jack Cog and makes it 1 to 11. <laughs> I'm going to obviously back Brendan Rodgers <laughs> to destroy Burnley. I See, I, I fancy a draw. So we got one, one, one. So I'm gonna, we're gonna skip this one, and we're gonna let Rob have the deciding vote. Oh, well, that's pointless because we know what he's gonna say. Okay, we'll put the guy who's putting the bet on their vote, which is me. There we go. So we're having a draw. <laughs> Watford, Newcastle. That's a horrible game. Ref I feel sorry for that. <laughs> yeah, he's the only good thing about the game. I'm gonna um, say uh, Newcastle. Yeah, I don't think Watford are good. They've had a few good results. Yeah, but I think like Newcastle just Japan, like that dead needs to scored. But he's on. I think I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Um, draw as well. I think draw. Um, Brentford Liverpool, the half five. Yeah, yeah, we can skip this one. <laughs> he was going to be my next play watch, is Ivan Tony. Yeah, I was thinking about First kind of like big test against obviously a world class centre back. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had conflicting feelings about the guy. I was going to drop him, but now he's, he's done all right, so we'll see. Liverpool crossboard. Yeah, yeah, of course. Follows. Right. Um, three games to go. Southampton Wolves. I think that's got two all with no Yeah, that was a good draw. Draw. I don't rate either team. Adam Armstrong and Royal Hinders to score. I think quality wise, Southampton the worst. Wolves are the worst mentality wise. They equal each other out. Horrible club. Horrible club. Like the only times they come back from behind is against teams with worse mentality than. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Arsenal Spurs. I mean, I fancy Arsenal. Oh, I've changed my mind. Oh. It's at, it's at the Emirates now. I think there's so many like. Do you know when you're making like four and against arguments for both these teams, this list of against, and it's just which team's got least against, and then probably the same against. Yeah. I, I think it could be one of those weird games where obviously the quality would be quite poor, and I think it'd be a lot of do like a naughty challenges going in. Yeah, fans will be back the first one in, in obviously a year and a bit. I think it'd be a one all, and it'd be an awful game as terms of the referee. Are you saying draw? Yeah. Um, but 
stop the negativity train on our backspurs, oh. even though they're drawing two all in the cup with a strong I'm team. I'm going to draw just because I can't bring myself to say one team's going to do better than the other. Um, and then final game Monday Night Football, Crystal Palace, Brighton. Little derby there as well. I've been impressed by Palace this year. I'm going to back the win. I've been impressed by both of them, to be fair. Yeah. Palace were re- really poor, and I thought yeah, it was a bit of a fraud, but yeah, they've done, they've done pretty I'm well. Um, yeah, I think it's going to draw. I think it's going to draw, but not over. I'm going bright then. <laughs> It'll carry no, on there. Good start to the season. The scoring goals they weren't kind of put in last last year. So, and I think we broke the record for our winnings uh, this weekend. Good. So, if this bet comes in, we're due twenty six thousand eight hundred ninety eight pounds. Outstanding. We'll give Rob eight hundred ninety eight, and we'll have twenty six thousand share between us. <laughs> That's the way they look. Stag as well. So many severe tops. Can't <laughs> we could buy severe. <laughs> <laughs> I keep catching the, the shirt on the camera in the corner. It's nice. It is nice. I, I, we gotta do it. We've all gotta do it. Um yeah, it's quite worrying and the bets keep going up and up in terms of the prize. <laughs> I think it's without it, you have four draws. I think, I think there's going to be a weekend with a few draws. Exactly. I think it's nailed on. Yeah. So we'll see. Right. There we are. It's been a while, but uh, a very enjoyable one. So, pleasure as always. See you Saturday, bright and early. Yeah. Vamos. Vamos. <laughs>